Alright, good morning historians. This is the Old History Podcast, part of the Old History Social Media Project. If you haven't already, go ahead and uh, just save this podcast and remember that you can support it. Uh, There's a link on my main profile here. Or you can also go to Patreon. So today's podcast, um, before I talk about that, I've got a, I made a couple of videos um, about two weeks ago. One of them was an exploratory video for the YouTube channel. The other one was where I went around the Joseph Rogers Tavern in downtown Rogersville. And I'll be uploading another one uh, Saturday. Uh, just finishing up the editing. Now this last one I don't really like it as much because I couldn't go in the house. But that's no big deal. The guy just forgot his key. But he said there was nothing really special about it anyway. It's kind of deteriorated on the inside anyway. Anyway, it's not important. So spring's upon us here. Um, finally starting to get some warm weather here. The cold's starting to move out. Um, I've already went out exploring and walking through the woods. Uh, just remember, if you don't know the area, tell somebody where you're going. I can't reiterate that enough. Um... So, okay, so this podcast is going to be about Brushy Mountain State Penitentiary. So without you, let's get right into it. Alright, so Brushy Mountain, it's down in Petros, uh, Tennessee. I think that's either Morgan or Roan County. Or I think it's Roan County. It was... Pretty serious. It's pretty serious stuff. Uh, quick story. Uh, actually, down there, my grandfather lives down there uh, in Oliver Springs, and his house wasn't very, very far away from the prison. I mean, it was about maybe a good 10, 15 minutes up the road, but in the grand scheme of things, the only thing separating us from Brushy Mountain was the woods. Because we were right on, right on the foothills of Windrock Mountain there, where, where he lived. So we was there. I think it was 2006 or seven when that great big breakout happened, just before they shut it down. Boy, that was scary. Let me tell you, police everywhere. Okay, so Brushy Mountain was the whole reason it was built was because. Tennessee really didn't have a whole lot of prisons back in the late 1890s. Um, you got to remember it was the Reconstruction era. The southern states didn't really have a lot of money. So they made the, the prisoners do it. They made the prisoners build the, the prisons. So it was built in the early 1890s and it was originally a wooden structure uh, made made with made by hand by the prisoners um, there was no death row at Brushy Mountain uh, diseases ran rampant like tuberculosis typhoid fever pneumonia uh, syphilis and there was poor medical care uh, inmates were beaten by the prison guards for underproducing in the mines uh, despite whatever health conditions they might have had and a lot of them died as a result now you got to remember too that um, 
in the early 1890s, actually prior to the 1890s, but before this, but after the Civil War, uh, Tennessee leased convicts in the convict lease system, where they made they made the prisons the prisoners made them go into mines, not even skilled at what what they're going into. They made them go to farms, and lots of people died. But but I've already made a podcast about that. Uh, just scroll through my episodes and check it out. So, lots of people died in Brushy Mountain. Um, they were beat for underproducing. Um, convicts at Brushy Mountain spent their days in the mines while America was roaring through the 20s. And they were urged to dig faster and were hit with whips. I've, I've been read, uh, I've reading, been reading about it. I cannot talk this morning. Though the nights weren't really any better either. Men were stacked into wooden buildings that were just about falling apart. Pretty huge fire hazards. And in 1931, Brushy Mountain held about a thousand inmates, which is far more than it ever was meant to. It housed 976 men. It was only supposed to be holding 600. It was so overcrowded that people drew comparisons to the Siberian prisons in the Soviet Union. I think most of you have heard of them called eggs. So the state was forced to do something about it, and plans were drawn for a new structure to be made of reinforced concrete, and they made the, con the convicts break the sandstone out of the nearby quarry to build the prison. It was constructed in the shape of a Greek, pro Greek cross, and stood four stories high, and it... Uh, had embattlements on top of it to look over the prison yard, surrounded by an 18-foot stone wall. And for a little time there, prison the, the prison actually was safer. It was more sanitary. Uh, and it was supposed to actually made conditions a little bit better. So mining remained the sole mission of the prison until the 1960s. And in 1969, it was reclassified as a Maximum security prison, uh, when 100, about 100 beds were added to uh, house lesser offenders out of the walls. Many of the new minimum security inmates were entrusted with jobs like serving the outside community, such as participating in the uh, fire department, which operated 24-7, uh, between 71 and 94. By the middle of the century, uh, the prison's reputation as a last stop for the worst criminals had become legend. If you wore out your welcome at another prison or committed some other unspeakable crimes, you ended up at Brushy Mountain. And accordingly, that was never a good thing. In 57, it's said that they uh, shut down the hole and built D-Block to house the nastiest inmates, which were completely isolated from the rest. And it just so happens that D-Block uh, was built on the side of on the site of the old death house, which is where the bodies of the dead inmates were kept until they were, could be given back to their families or buried at the uh, uh, pauper cemetery on up the hill. Once again, um, Brushy Mountain, reading about Brushy Mountain Prison here. So convicts continued to work and die in the mines for decades. It was Lake Russell a reform-minded warden and former football coach at nearby Carson Newman College who finally stopped the mining at Brushy, Brushy Mountain. Of course, the mines were, were also losing money, so it was a good warden or businessman who put an end to it. 
quote-unquote. The most infamous era of Brecher Mountain's history was when James Earl Ray was transported here. He tried to escape, failed, and got stabbed. Uh, 72, the guards went on strike, demanding security improvements, but Brushy and Brushy was actually shut down for years. They improved things and reopened it in 76, but it wasn't really any better. Tensions between black and white inmates threatened to overwhelm a system that just didn't, it just couldn't do anything about it. 1982, uh, seven white inmates held uh, guards hostage at knife point. They took the guards' guns found four of their black rivals in their locked cells and opened fire. They killed two. The other two managed to survive by hiding in the corner behind their mattresses. So, of course, like you said, James, like I said earlier, James Earl Ray was here. Um, he wasn't the meanest one to ever walk, but he's, he's one of them, one of the most famous people that's ever stayed there. He was the one who assassinated Dr. Martin Luther King in 1969. Um, but I'm not here to talk about James Earl Ray. Uh, Byron Looper, um, who was a greedy politician, stayed there. Uh, Paul Dennis Reed. Apparently he was one of the most classified as one of the most evil men that stayed there in the 113 years that it operated. So, 2013, uh, or actually, I think in about 2010, Brushy Mountain finally shut down. Um, a new prison was built because it was just outdated and it was behind the times. And it was just costing too much money to uh, salvage Brushy Mountain. So it shut down and was abandoned. And now, today... Um, can actually go tour it because it's now a a distillery the Brushy Mountain Distillery I think is what it's called and you can go tour it and they make all kinds of whiskey there it's a really neat thing they offer guided tours before or something along those lines I don't know exactly and if you've ever been out there folks it looks like something straight out of a Rob Zombie movie it's absolutely scary it's a great big old prison surrounded by nothing but mountains um, I've read that actually very few people in 113 years have actually managed to escape, but even if they did, they didn't make it very far because there's only one way out of there and you can't climb straight up the mountain to get out. So this has been Brushy Mountain. I hope you guys uh, enjoyed it and can stumble through my uhs and not having any coffee. So... Hope you guys enjoy the rest of your weekend. Hope it doesn't rain us out.